Welcome to That's Your Opinion. And you're wrong. Hey listeners, I'm feeling snacky. How about you? I'm feeling hungry. I think it's time for a bonus episode. Bonus episode, snack sized. Snack sized opinions. Let's go. All right, welcome. We are here for our second Snack Size Opinions episode. And also, we want to give a huge shout out to all of our listeners. We recently crossed 1,500 listeners. Wow, yes. Right? Exciting. Oh my God. So, we're very excited to do our second Snack Size Opinion episode. And also, we have our first guest. Wow. Our first guest Yay. on our on our on our podcast. Yay! It's so exciting. So we are gonna introduce our first guest today, Maddie. We are here today to talk about our opinions on D and D. Hi, my name is Maddie. Um pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I'm excited to be here. Um, I have to be honest, I don't have that much experience with D&D, so this is going to be a snack size experience, which goes with this really snack size episode. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. It's a morsel. It's a morsel, <laughs> very much so. Yeah, so we thought it'd be fun to talk about D&D, because I think a lot of people have opinions about D&D that maybe aren't, like, 100% accurate. Um, I'll definitely say, like, when I first heard about D&D, like, for real, was watching Stranger Things, mm-hmm. um, particularly the first season where they were um, like, oh, we're super nerdy, we play D&D and whatever. But then I feel like COVID really pulled it out of like a nerdy mm-hmm. world and like now it's more like a, oh, it's kind of a cool, fun thing to do. Definitely. I, I've always thought of D&D as the thing that like the legit cool nerds do. Mm-hmm. And never knew if I would ascend ascend in my nerddom to D&D status. And then um, I always wanted to play, do a campaign. I first heard of D&D through coworkers at my old job years ago. And always thought, like, I can't get my schedule to align with them to play. And they were very religious about it. Mm-hmm. And it took a lot of time and coordination. So I just thought, oh, I guess I'll never play because it's so involved. But... I enjoy watching other people play, like on YouTube, and just learning about, yeah, the D&D world. So I think it's fun. That's never too late. I um, learned about D&D because my uh, roommates that I used to live with were really, really into D&D. Um, one of my roommates um, had DM'd campaigns. Um, they were just really into it, and they got me into it. Um, and I started watching some D&D streaming shows, like Critical Role, mm-hmm. um, and... Yeah, I just kind of fell in love with D&D. I think I'm, like, really interested in being a part of a campaign. Um, I really love the role-playing aspect of it and just being able to take risks and try something new out and just be creative in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something new for me. So I've never been... I've played off, like, a, a one-off game before. Um, but, yeah, it'd be really cool to, like, um, play in a campaign. and yeah get to have that experience um yeah that would be fun yeah maybe we will someday yeah we should play i mean we, uh, we could do a that's not your that's your opinion <laughs> campaign <laughs> campaign where 
you just pick like your worst opinion and that becomes your character oh my goodness we but, should do that i love how specific but we'd have three is. trumps so yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> so i'm curious um so we have people here of like different kind of levels of D knowledge and whatever um so i would love for each of us to try to explain what is D. &D. <laughs> like j just from our level of experience our level of knowledge just try like a minute however long a definition of what is D, D. yeah i um this is so this is gonna be like basic like there's no experience so take what i say with a grain of salt um but to me um D, D is about like tapping into creativity and, and really like um kind of creating a, a story um for a, a a character that you bring to life um and just really get to like uh lean into sort of like um you know fantasy and whatever that means to you and it's kind of fun to just go on an adventure with with your friends and people at, at a table and just be able to like live a story mm -hmm. um so to me that's what D, D is all about and um and yeah that's kind of my understanding of it um and i know there's so many different types of D, &D their systems like pathfinder or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know just different different systems that you can play through and um yeah i just think it's but yeah that's my understanding of it mm -hmm. i love yeah. that miriam what's your oh. attempt strap in it's gonna be hilarious <laughs> uh so i would say if i was describing D, D with my level of knowledge which is not much and someone that hasn't played and has had fun watching like celebrities play on youtube i think vin diesel pretty sure is one person i saw years ago play and i thought that I was think so he does cute play D &D. i think him and it's henry cavill amazing. also play D &D. yeah like the people i would least suspect are like playing characters that have nothing to do with like what they look like their personality and i think it's really cute and endearing um, so I would say it's a game where you create a character and you're in a world that's not this world. So that has that element of fantasy and you have the opportunity to create a character with different abilities, um, different looks and all those characters come together and go on. I mean, I would say it's a quest, but it's like an adventure together. And there is the, I believe when you say DM dungeon master, um, that I want to say bosses everyone around, but really, I know it's not just that. They manage everything, and I think it looks very complicated with a ledger that I've seen DMs have where they're keeping track of everything. Then this is the part that gets fuzzy for me. There's a lot of math. There's abilities. You roll this, you roll that, and it lets you do certain things. And it can be good things for you or it could hold you back. It can be... There's there's a million different things you can roll. Um and that's that's my very basic understanding and explanation, which is probably partially incorrect, but we're gonna go with that. I don't think there is an incorrect definition of D and D. Like I think what Maddie was saying is just kind of everything mm -hmm. <laughs> in a way. Um, I've always um, in both of my current cohorts know I'm an extremely philosophical human. I think um, D and D is an opportunity to just try on a different mm. version of being. Mm -hmm. that maybe you wouldn't allow yourself to try on mm. anywhere else. Okay. Like, maybe you're a quieter type of person. 
So you decide, I'm going to be a barbarian that just runs in and does everything mm. immediately. Or um, maybe you're uh, con- thinking about a different gender or like how you want to express your gender differently. So you decide, I'm going to have a character that has a different gender and see how that feels to be treated that way. I think um, it's more of an opportunity than anything Hmm. and that's why i really like about it it's an art form in its own right Mm -hmm. and it's a it's a collaborative art form yeah i love that you said opportunity i think that's really um you know our ability to create opportunities to tap into something that we wouldn't normally tap into um and to hone in on like on that that creativity exactly like you just said but i I love that word Mm opportunity and i feel like we don't get a lot of those places in real life in, mm. in a way of mm-hmm. being able to just try on something with mm. kind of lower risk right like mm, i think you yeah. can try on a lot of things but it's um it's riskier to do it when you don't maybe necessarily trust all the people yeah and i think that's really great about D is generally you know your party the people you're playing with you already have the trust to be silly Mm-hmm. or to make mistakes or to laugh at each other mm. and i think that helps a whole lot when maybe you're just very nervous about like ah this might be the first time i'm ever going to talk first in a situation mm-hmm. right one thing i really envied about my coworkers. so you, you honed in on the word word opportunity maddie um collaborative is standing out to me and i remember just envying that relationship that all mm. of those coworkers built playing every single week together for years. And I just thought that is so cool that this group of people has made this commitment and they set aside this time and no matter what's going on, they are there. It was really, I never heard of any times where like all eight of them didn't show up. So it was really cool. And I thought that is something they always look forward to and always talked fondly about. And I just thought that was really special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Special. So, what are some opinions about D&D that you've heard mm. that either you want to check out hmm. or that you think are wrong? Hmm. I have one. You have to be extremely intelligent and, again, like kind of going back to what I said about nerddom, a specific type of person to be able to try to play or learn D&D. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it comes off as very unapproachable and complicated, so you have to be extremely intelligent mm-hmm. and have a lot of experience with gaming to play. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably a wrong opinion. I yeah. think that's probably... Yeah. If we checked it out together, we might not agree with that one. Yeah. For me, um, you know, something that's really been hard for me to kind of, like, engage full-on with D&D is, like, my own sort of assumptions about, like, you have to be a good actor or mm-hmm. you have to be able to... Mm-hmm like role play um and being able to just like no like this is a group of people that you're just having fun with and it's okay Mm -hmm. you know that you don't necessarily always know how to like um you know what whatever you're gonna what are you gonna say what are you gonna do what choices are you gonna make like it doesn't matter um you know it's just about having fun Mm -hmm. and um getting to experiment Mm -hmm. and getting to uh really just take a jump, you know, take a chance. Um, um, and so that's something that, um, I don't know if that's something that other people have like kind of said about D&D, but that's sort of my own assumptions mm-hmm. that I made about mm-hmm. D&D. Yeah. No, I, I, think, I think I've heard both of those and like expanding off of what you said, Miriam, I also find as a person that inhibits a black body, I was told that this is not a black people thing. Mm. Mm. We don't do this, um, which is why I thought 
Stranger Things was such a revelation in mm. that one of the main characters in Stranger Things is black mm-hmm. and he's playing D&D and his sister, little sister is also really into playing D&D. And I think that's so cool because mm-hmm. it really pushed mm. out the like, mm. this is a white people thing or this is mm-hmm. a white nerd thing, even more specific yep. um, there. And you lose cred mm-hmm. if you play D&D, but also pointing out what we were talking about earlier, like just all the celebrities that play D&D, like... I am obsessed with Henry Cavill. He's mm-hmm. just a gigantic nerd, and yeah. he got the. I don't know if you. I don't know if you know this. He got the role of the Witcher because he's a huge fan of the video game, mm-hmm. and wrote to the director, basically saying, "Please let me do this." <laughs> and that's so cute. It is so, so cute. cute. Like just the that. most muscular Superman-looking man <laughs> on the planet is just a gigantic dork, and I love it. Very endearing. <laughs> Also speaking to different um, identity pieces, I remember thinking as someone that identifies as female, that's not a space for me. It is a male dominated space. For a long time, I only knew, uh, yeah, I didn't know other females that played. I think it changed over time. But when I was younger, I, it just would be groups of men. So that was kind of, yeah, an opinion I got just based on observation, which I think is changing and is a lot more inclusive now thoughts on that do we feel like it used to be more of a male dominated space i think nerdum in general has always been a highly guarded male dominated space and like the whole fake gamer girl thing of oh if a girl plays a video game but she's not the most intense ever then clearly she's not an actual gamer Mm -hmm. yeah so many wrong opinions out there (laughs) so little time so little time so it's so a little podcast. It's <laughs> a little podcast. Just a snack size today. To cover all of our many, many incorrectities about gaming. I mean, dear audience, if you would like to hear more about mm-hmm. how you're wrong about opinions about gaming, let us know. We yeah. have, we can talk. Well, we already did a whole episode about Hogwarts Legacy. We did. We can expand. Yes. And there's other stuff out there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to throw this question at people. If you could create any character right now... Hmm. what would your character be so like what kind of hmm. race what type of you know uh, hmm. abil- uh, physical ability would they have what would their magic be like if they have magic hmm. and what type of personality would they have oh okay i have to think about that i definitely would be a tabaxi because like i just want to be a cat person <laughs> yes um so for people that don't know a tabaxi is a cat human hybrid thing very cute. cool yeah and i that's a good question so what 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 magic would they or what would their magic yeah, look like what type of magic or what type of ability would they have yeah um i definitely i think um would definitely be a cleric except that i i kind of want to experiment with with a cleric that does less healing. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so not fully Anymore. support cleric. Not a fully support cleric. Um, I think that would still exist, but um, it would be more offense. Um, but yeah, definitely a cleric. Um, and probably like a, a like a trickster god of yes. some kind. Um, yeah. What would, the, what would they look like? Other than being cat-like. Mm-hmm. What would they look like? The like? color of the fur. Like I think it would be... Um, I definitely want, like, 
purple fur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think purple fur. That's cute. Um, they would definitely wear like glasses. Um, non-binary. Um, and and yeah. I love this. It's yeah, so that's kind of the start of that. What they have a tail. <laughs> um yes i yes. think that they would have a tail and the tail would actually be used like kind of like their limbs like they could like <laughs> use their tail um to um pick up things and do things with have an yeah. opposable tail That's opposable cute. tail i would definitely yes. want an opposable tail i love it yeah i love it yes Miriam, how about you <laughs> um i don't know if this if it would be a cleric or if it's using the wrong term but i'd be a hundred percent a healer and my ability would be to make potions and um, my ability would be related to like foraging for potions and things. So for some reason, I picture myself like in a densely like like a forest area um, and I need to be able to climb trees to be able to get to things that are like needed for the potions. So... I'm a little bit of a flying squirrel vibe, but I don't picture myself as an animal for some reason. So that's kind of interesting. And I'm hella queer and uh, my outfit is literally like forest berries that just transition from one color to the other to make a whole rainbow outfit. Yeah. I like this. Can yeah. you eat the berries? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they regenerate and respawn immediately. Yes. So I can give people sustenance as we go on our adventures. I also am like a master forager and expert on all things herbal, so I can tell everybody what's poisonous, what's not, and um, I can also make some pretty, I would say, evil potions that have, you know, poison berries and different things. Like, you know, we need to go there with our enemies, but that's like a last resort, mostly the benevolent, endless, you know, berry supply, because berries are one of the best fruits, but. I'm getting a really cool, like, um, druidy type vibe okay. going on here. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm one with the spirits. I'm connected with uh -huh. um, getting through things. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, like, literally synced up with, like, trees and their roots. And we can speak to, to one another. Yeah, definitely. Literally the definition of a tree hugger. Like, in all ways. Perfection. Yeah. Wow. Mine's kind of cheating because it's definitely a character I've I've used before, um, but it kind of became a thing because I really want to pick a character that I feel like I'm kind of not, but then as it was going <laughs> on, I was like, okay, actually, I might actually just be this person. Um, <laughs> I was very interested in being a um, Nephilim, so half angel, half mm. demon mm. type of thing. And I could either use infernal powers or use angelic powers. But I was also a noble. So I came from a like noble house oh. and really just let people know that mm -hmm. at all times. Very upfront with, yes, but I'm royalty. So I don't think I should be doing that. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to do that because ill. <laughs> this is very much tracking for you. Yes. And I was a paladin. Mm -hmm. So I had some healing ability, but I also could really easily like choose not to heal people mm -hmm. um and one thing <laughs> that my character had was i had these gloves i would put on before i laid on hands <laughs> to <laughs> heal someone and after i oh. healed you i threw the gloves away <laughs> oh. because now they touched peasantry <laughs> ah. 
I love it. Um, and as I was thinking about, it, I was like, this is one hundred percent like not me. And then I was playing, I was playing the character. I was like, actually, J.K. Actually, <laughs> there might be parts of me that are there. Um, but I really want to have like a, um, like not quite blue, but kind of like mm-hmm. a bluish purplish, mm. like skin tone. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And that. then like white eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so like pretty striking type of thing. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, that, and it was definitely like more towards the chaos side of things <laughs> where like, but what's funny is paladins are supposed to be very orderly and like really unto their their god and whatever and i was like yeah but my god was also like a noble so yeah my god understands <laughs> yeah that this is a chaotic good yeah very much that um Love it. yeah i i played that character for like how, how long did i play that D session with the with that group oh how how many, like what like, how many months that's like two months i think yeah i think it was two or three months from what i remember yeah we didn't get super far i think i got through one battle um i healed no one except for myself which i thought was very good in my character um but yeah i haven't really done anything with that character Mm -hmm. since it would be really fun um Hmm. to bring that back i like our characters we we go on we could go on a fun little journey we really could and i feel like the way and the way we heal and don't heal specifically is so matching with our personalities. It's just so funny that we all have that healing quality, though. We, like, all mention that one. Yeah, I think that's the character. challenge for me is just figuring out, like, I'm so... It's so hard for me to figure out, like, backstory and all of that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I think just kind of figuring out hmm. some of the nar- narrative parts of the character. But I also thought that was fun, too, in the terms of, like, I kind of, well, the, when I was in the group that we were playing with, we kind of made our stories together. Mm-hmm. I love that. So we were like, mm. like I was talking about like, oh, I am a noble. They're like, yeah, but so why would you be on this journey? I'm like, ah, that's a great question. Like, uh, maybe it's because I feel like I need to prove myself to my father or I won't inherit. Mm. And they're like, oh, that's really good. Like, does your father like support this? So like, you're kind of like mm. asking Ask questions, questions, getting okay. it going, which I thought was really fun. Um, that's a cool way to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then another part of D&D that I think is really interesting is there's actually been some really good research on how D&D can help in a therapeutic sense with people mm-hmm. that struggle with um, social anxiety or social cues and things like that. And in fact, uh, for like the last two years, I've run a D&D therapy group. Oh, I really want to talk to you now. Um, at the University <laughs> of Nevada, um, where I work. And it's been very interesting to see how people um, that 100% thought they would never ever play D, mm. but they get into it and they really get into the game and then they realize oh i was always capable of this yeah i just never allowed myself da- to dare dream that i could be this outgoing connected um, mm. uh, um ambitious um gregarious person yeah what a wonderful way for um people to just take personal risk and be able to like live out something that mm. is new or hard or just have, and have having a safe place to have that experience is, mm-hmm. is so great mm-hmm. and to find out like mm-hmm. new discoveries about themselves mm. i think that's wonderful every semester just people find out just these really cool hidden parts of themselves that i think mm. either fear mm-hmm. um of, mm-hmm. of it was there or 
they've just been told for so long that they're not that person mm-hmm. they've been told that oh you're the quiet friend or you're the mm-hmm. uh, you're the self-sacrificing friend da, 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 but they want to be something mm-hmm. else yeah so I love that group mm-hmm. I think it's very um, fun I also do an improv group which is slightly different but kind of connected in a way of just like do something different try doing something different um, and to me that's like the takeaway for you know D, like if you're thinking about it if you're cons- you know interested if you're just a tiny as you're listening to this you're like oh it would be kind of cool to be a tabachi or to mm-hmm. be a druid or whatever give it a go like go yeah. go find a group go go talk to your friends i promise you you have friends in your circle yeah. that have thought about playing D, but they have just never allowed themselves to take that step it's amazing how much i've like when i first started realizing that i really just want to play D. this sounds so fun and i just really want to like try it out how many people i didn't know played or like mm. knew about it and were wanting to, to start mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um like before that i felt like it was this thing where i was like i never heard anyone talk about it in my friend group but now it's like oh like i know so many 90 percent of the people that i actually <laughs> hang out with are interested in love D mm-hmm. in different ways um it's so interesting and also, I think one thing that appeals to me about it is um, I grew up with, and I'm sure they still exist, the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Oh, yeah. That was the most fun, and I would read and reread them, and it was like my favorite form of fantasy because it was this exciting, unknown aspect, but it was, you know, a solo endeavor, and it takes something exciting like that and makes it something that you can bond with other people over. And I do think it definitely relates to improv because when you mentioned the feeling you need to be maybe a good actor, Maddie, I was thinking it's improv. And I think improv can be scary because it is just, you're making it up on the fly. Um, even if you are a good actor, you mm-hmm. you can still be shy when mm-hmm. it comes to improv. So I think it's a cool challenge and it proves to us that we can do things we thought we couldn't do or we couldn't pull off. And we have the, the safety and I think security of like us all kind of entering um, this character that is, is something that is us is you know part of us is in there but it, it's like yeah i like that analogy of trying something on mm-hmm. and literally no one has played this story before so mm-hmm. you're all improving together to figure out what's going on so yeah you're not alone just mm-hmm. you know push through the fear give it a go um see how the vibe hits you mm. become a rogue steal something <laughs> save a princess that would be my opposite is being a rogue yeah. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. also some stories I've seen people do where everyone's evil <laughs> and you have to do like all the evil things. I'm like, that would be so mm-hmm. fun and so hard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So hard. But interesting. Yeah. I just love that the story doesn't have to have an expectation. No. Mm. It can evolve as you evolve with it. And mm-hmm. I think that's really, that's really great. So even if you feel like, you know, you mm. made a choice or you did something, then that's great then you can always try something new Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. just ever evolving Mm -hmm. it's very cool so do we have final thoughts about D &D as we wrap up this Mm. morsel of an episode (laughs) i'd say try it you know and i'm saying that to myself too um because you know part of my excuse has been well you know it's going to take a while to learn i don't know if i have enough time 
But locally here in Reno, there's this really cool um, gaming spot called The Glass Die where you can actually go and learn to play D&D and find people to play with. It's mm-hmm. a really cool opportunity. So I don't know if in your town um, they have something like that or where you're listening from, but I feel like there's a lot of ways to learn, including watching people play online, which is why I have any sense of what D&D is about, um, and through learning about the group that Marquez helps to run. So why not? Why not try it? It's like anything that we try. If you don't like it, you can try something else, but I think it could be a cool opportunity. Freeing. Yeah. I think I want people to leave with the idea that just because you've been told you can't do something doesn't mean you can't. And that all are in favor. There are many people around you that are just as interested in whatever it is as you are. Hmm. So go out, give it a try. Um, Also, there's a billion podcasts (laughs) out there that cover D&D. So even you're just like, I don't have anyone around me. You know, Hmm. listen to some D&D. See see what strikes you. Um, One of my favorites is Not Another D&D Podcast, which has been running for forever. (laughs) Cute. Um, Cute name. Yes, right. I love the name. (laughs) Um, They go by NADPOD, which is also really cute to me. Um, That's funny. They actually are really good actors and actresses. So Mm. it's it's a little intimidating to be like, oh my God, I wish I could do all these voices and accents and whatever. My accents are awful. (laughs) But also that can be fun. You can just have a terrible Scottish accent. (laughs) <laughs> and just be that character. I don't know what accent this is turning into. Yeah. It's a fusion. <laughs> it's just changing. <laughs> it's changing by the moment. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what I have to say other than just, you know, if you want to start playing, start playing. It looks like there's different ways that you can be involved. Um, and it's okay to feel scared to start something new. Um, but, you know, like with anything, when you're feeling nervous, you're bound to learn something especially about yourself so mm-hmm. just mm. jump in there and have fun with it mm. as we say in D D, huzzah <laughs> huzzah which is always huzzah. fun to say <laughs> so dear audience you probably have some wrong opinions about D D, and you know what that's okay but if you'd like to talk to us more make sure you send us an email at fixyouropinion at gmail.com and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next bite size episode also our next actual size episode so maddie's gonna join us on our goodbye and we'll see you in our next episode Aviento. Aviento. Aviento.